Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Warning. Guests of The Roy Green Show may experience the truth, being in the hot seat, and in some cases, crying. The Roy Green Show continues on the Chorus Radio Network. We uh, are back, and um, this is one of the um, one of the really disturbing and troubling days. I've talked to so many, I've talked to so many people over the years who lost their kids to, to criminal acts, to acts of violence, and each every one of the parents, each and every one of the people I spoke with who went on the air afterwards, were doing it with the sole intent of trying to create an environment where other parents would not encounter and suffer what they have encountered and suffered. And so it is with Carol Dedelli, the mother of Tim McLean. You've heard Carol many times on this program over the years since she lost her son to Vincent Lee, and you know the what took uh, place on that bus, and I'm not going to repeat it. But... Um, Carol, I, you and I spoke at length off air on Thursday. Yes. When I when I heard yesterday that um, and and it's and it's good to talk to you. Uh, let me let me start by thanking you for coming on the show and talking to the people of this country. Thank you. Thanks for the opportunity. When 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 I read about and heard about the absolute discharge by the criminal code review board of Vincent Lee slash Will Baker. It was a sick feeling in my stomach. I, was, I knew it was coming, but it's, it's a sick feeling in your stomach when it happens. I can't imagine the impact on you and your family when that was finally announced and he's free to go and do whatever he wishes, wherever he wishes with no record to follow him. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a pretty hard blow to take. Um that he has that opportunity is disturbing to me that he is has the right to be unmedicated um the treatment team and psychiatrist all say that he he understands and he promises to take his medication and and that's good enough for them it's not good enough for me not not in the little tiniest bit uh he's proven himself to be non-compliant with medication before it's indicative of the illness it's a lifelong illness that's incurable um I don't think the decision to medicate or not medicate his illness is a decision that should be his to make anymore. So no question in your mind that he remains a dangerous human being. I think he has the potentially I think he has the potential to be the most dangerous person. He's proven that already. Yes, he has. And so why would I believe differently especially when past predictor is the best past behavior is the best predictor of future behavior. But in the end, if he does reoffend, um, nobody will ha- be held accountable yet again. It'll be NCR again. 
It will, and it'll be a case of, well, we uh, we thought he was a manageable risk. Those are the two words they like to use, the system likes to use, manageable risk. And they'll that, trot out... That, yes, that and the fact that they cannot predict the future behavior of any individual. No, they can't. No. And if he goes off his meds... We know what he can do. We know what he can do, because he's already and, done it. And it has been stated, too, that... He could suffer a relapse even while medicated, and oftentimes the medications need to be changed, and, and you know, different concoctions or different levels of it need to be. The illness doesn't stay the same, I guess, over over time. Um, how's that going to happen if he's not being monitored and he doesn't have to check in anywhere? And you know, there there's putting an awful lot of faith in, in he just he agrees to do it. What do you say to people who argue? I've heard this, and you've heard it many times. What do you say to people who will argue, well, it's, it's not Vincent Lee, it's the schizophrenia. You can't blame him. It was his mental health that created... We're not blaming him by making him medicate his illness when it affects other people. It changes who he is. He's not a meek, mild, well-mannered, very polite, um, small individual when he's not medicated. Then he's a very different person. What do people expect of you? I'm not sure. Um, I get a lot of messages. Everybody wants to be my friend, and I get a lot of messages. I think people expect to be able to inform me of their situation and their opinions and that I can then take it the step forward and, and do something with that. And I, I think I've done everything that I could do to the best of my ability with some research and some uh, support. But I think it's, in, it's incumbent on every individual to address this with their local elected official. I'm just one voice. I'm just one voice uh, reflecting my displeasure. I, I speak, or I, I believe I speak, for a lot of not criminally responsible victims' families, but as an everyday Canadian, you don't have to have been through the NCR system to learn about it, understand it, and make a, an educated decision on whether you agree with this or you don't. I'm simply saying if this individual, and they, they've already got him living amongst us, if he's to be living amongst us, it's in our safety's best in, interest. In pub, if public safety is paramount like they want us to believe it is, then why should he ever be free without mandatory medication? We need that legal mechanism requiring him to treat his illness. It's all, to me, it's all very simple. If I had my way, he'd be staying in an institution that could ensure that he's taking that medicine and getting the treatment. He, he's been living in a controlled environment. He's, only, he's been out in the public for the last couple of years, halfway house, that kind of thing, and only uh, in November... He moved to his own apartment. And my understanding is that on a daily basis, somebody from mental health would go to his home and observe him take his medication. If he's going to live amongst us, that's the very least that should be happening. But he's released. No conditions. No conditions. He's free as a bird. No record. Can cross borders. I, they state that he wants to travel to China with his ex-wife, um, that he wants to take some upgrading uh, for his education, I predict that he'll stay in the province for two or three years, like they've stated, to get that education, and then he'll move to another province. And that 
when he crosses those lines, this diagnosis, the whole, none of the situation follows him anyway. And by then he may have changed his name yet again. Could be, yep. Now, what about the code itself, the uh, the NCR code? Uh, the, the review board's responsibilities, the code says something about they have to find the least onerous part of the, uh, the, the accused, who, of course, just like Correctional Service Canada, is not an accused, not an offender, is designated as a client. Yeah, not even a patient now. He's, he's under the uh, health care system, not, not the legal system. He's under the health care system. And he's not even referred to as a patient anymore. Now he's a client. From, from what, what were the original first headliners, headlines in the papers, you know, crazed killer, cannibalistic murder, whatever. Now he's a client. Are they funding him? Does he get, uh, do you know if he gets money? Is he getting... Uh... Well, he must. He's, how else could he be in his own apartment and getting his medications? And how much are those medications? How much is this apartment? Uh, I, I'm, I'm sickened at the fact that we're paying for all of that. Because times have not been easy for you. No. Uh, not at all. And there is a GoFundMe page that was started by a reporter who did a story for you, or on you. Yes. And it's uh, go to GoFundMe.com, and it's uh, Tim McLean family. And uh, just this is, this is for Carol, supporting Carol and, and her family. There are some notifications there that uh, I, I don't know why people find it necessary to write negative things on a GoFundMe page. That's not what it's about. But if you feel like you would like to provide some support to Carol, uh, to Delia and her family, it's GoFundMe.com, Tim McLean family. That's M-C-L-E-A-N. Carol, please hold on. I, I have to take a quick break. We'll come back and talk some more. Okay. Yeah. Carol Dedelli, Tim McLean's mother, with me on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. I've spoken with Carol so many times over the years, probably more off the air than on the air, and she's a remarkable person. She really is. She really is a remarkable person who is going through hell. And the focus of the system and the interest of the system is on the individual who created the hell. Carol Dedelli is a nuisance to the system. We're going to talk about how the system deals or dealt with her victim's impact statement. You know, we've talked in the past about how victim's impact statements have been shown to the, in other cases, the convicted killer who then has to agree, has to agree to the content of the victim's impact statement. And if the killer doesn't agree then the parole board will tell the victim, rewrite your statement. And if they think it's too long, they'll tell you to shorten it. We'll come right back. Compassionate, caring, and cuddly. This is the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. You can follow me on Twitter at the Roy Green Show at the Roy Green Show, and read the tweets and the um, and the posts um, concerning Vincent Lee slash Will Baker and Carol Dedelli, and read and read and pay attention to what the people of this country have to say about the absolute and no conditions release of 
Vincent Lee. I was looking at a photograph, the front page of the Winnipeg Free Press yesterday. And there's Mr. Lee's lawyer and I assume someone associated with the case. And Lee is in the middle wearing a balaclava and everyone's grinning. It's not funny. Carol, uh, wasn't Lee in the same institution as Luca Magnata? And, and why is there one set of rules for Luca Magnata and another set of rules for Vincent Lee? I'm not suggesting Luca, Magnata should be released. But what he did um, arguably was, would, be qualify, would be a qualifier for NCR. Well, they've, they've never been in the same institution. They haven't. Oh, I thought they had no, been. No, we're confusing the, uh, two different ones. But Luca Magnata was found guilty of murder. And right. You're going to tell me that he didn't have mental health issues? Not, again, I, I think he's where he needs to be. I think that there needs to be a separate institution for killers like Luca Magnata and Vince Lee who have extremely severe mental illness and need treatment. But... They shouldn't have to be getting that at an institution that is designed to help the everyday person who has never committed a crime to get help for their mental health issues. Yeah, well, Magnata's modus operandus was quite similar to Vincent Lee's, but Magnata gets a, you know, a first-degree murder conviction, but mm-hmm. Vincent Lee is NCR. It was the uh, Quebec cardiologist that was in the same uh, place as Luca Magnata. Okay. Okay. And then they retried him, and he was found, the cardiologist was found guilty of secondary second murder on, two, on his two children, small right. children. Right. That's just a horrifying case as well. That's terrible. I mean, they knew. Yeah. And clearly the courts later on agreed. This, this cardiologist should never, ever, ever have been designated NCR. And what that speaks to is that they make significant errors, and they designate people NCR who the courts later say no. Mm-hmm. No, and then the courts later find guilty of murder. Well, uh, one a piece of advice I would give anybody who's entering into this nightmare, as soon as you hear the words NCR or, or agreed statement of facts, right then and there say, uh-uh, no way, make them prove he's crazy. Make them prove that he is so severely mentally ill. Because in an agreed statement of facts, there's a lot of issues, a lot of facts that are never discussed, never talked about. They don't come out before a trial. They don't come out before a jury. Is this what happened to you? Oh, for sure. Vince Lee was jumping on buses for two years uh, before he actually committed this murder. He bought and concealed his weapons. He bought his bus ticket under an assumed name. Uh, These all pointed things that uh, this person knew he was going to do. Something. Well, there are stories that uh, Vincent Lee had been taking bus trips for a couple of years. Now, either he's a great aficionado of riding the bus or something else was going on. Oh, exactly. And, and at the same time, he was displaying odd behavior. And um, from 2003, he, he was displaying erratic behavior and doing these bus runs and different other, you know, things. He, he was a late starter in school, didn't start school till he was eight or nine years old, always a, a little bit off. Um, none of this comes out when there's an agreed statement of facts. They just It's just a given. So now we're going to deal with him as a not responsible person. But he was responsible enough to get an education and live his first, first 40 years of life without taking a life. How was your victim's impact statement treated? 
I didn't submit one this year. The ones that I have submitted have been so censored as to not really re- reflect what I wanted to say in the first place. Um, we can't say anything that will offend the offender. We can't say anything that will offend the system, the judges, the lawyers, the first responders, the police, or how the situation was handled. So, uh, and how do they define offending the offender? Is that a, or is that a moving target? Um, well, I don't know. Any, anything that I would say that that would be negative towards him would be, would be offensive towards him. So, so anything that would anything that could upset Vincent Lee that you would put in your victim's impact statement that it was traumatic to you, but and and he would deem to be offensive, you have to make the change, not him. That's right. That's right. So I stopped submitting impact statements once I saw what was actually able to be seen or read in court at, uh, or at the review board, because let's call it what it is. The review board, people tend to think that this crime is reviewed every year and that there's a possibility that they're going to do something different with Vince Lee. Well, no, it isn't a, a legal review board. It, is a, it doesn't review the case whatsoever. It simply reviews Vince Lee's mental status. And nobody is going to be around to check to see if Vincent Lee takes his medication. Nobody. No, he d- he's not legally required to take it. The system and the individuals involved working with him, and, and, and I'd like to mention here, too, he does not have a support system here other than his treatment team. He doesn't have family here. His, wife, his ex-wife doesn't even live here, although they've maintained a close relationship, however close that can be when you live in different provinces. Yeah, um, I'm I'm afraid for having him walking around free in the public. I think that that there was genuine concern, and that I do believe he is has the potential to be an extremely dangerous person. Why would I think differently? He why would he, you? Why would any of us? He, he he brutally murdered my son in a confined space in a very public place, right? And consumed parts of him. Of course, I think he's dangerous. Of course, I think he needs to be treated, but he's not required to treat himself. No, and you're the one who had to uh, adjust to their satisfaction your victim's impact statement, which they censored, the system censored, to satisfy Mr. Lee's um, uh, feelings. Right. Uh, Do you have to go, or can you stay a little longer, Carol? I can stay. Okay. Let me, uh, I have to take a break. Sure. We'll come back and we'll talk some more. And uh, there's some other issues here that that need to be discussed and talked about. Carol uh, Didelli. Tim McLean's mother is with us on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Right now, right now, this moment, this moment, Vincent Lee slash Will Baker is free to go anywhere he chooses, just as you are, with no record of any kind. We'll come right back. He's like a superhero without the costume. This is the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. I'm uh, speaking with Carol Dedelli, Tim McLean's mother. And remember, there's the GoFundMe uh, page, GoFundMe.com, and uh, look for Tim McLean family, Tim McLean's family, and it'll say Tim's mom above the uh, above the uh, picture of Carol and Tim, and you can provide some assistance as you choose to uh, to Carol. It's 
been a very, very difficult time for her and her family, and and it continues to be difficult. Meanwhile, our Canadian system is taking wonderful care of Vincent Lee. At uh, Jones Vox tweets, my heart goes out to Carol Will Baker, a.k.a. Vince Lee, can go to China, change his ID, and poof, no trace of him. And uh, at Hippie Chick 1111, unfortunately, she has every right to worry that he'll take himself off his meds as well now that he feels better. And he can. They say... He probably won't. He likely won't. He, they're reasonably sure that he won't, but they cannot predict that that, uh, that that is, in fact, going to be how things turn out. Carol Dedelli stays with us on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. If people want to um, really want to have a sense of what it is, what your message is, and they can do it very privately and very quietly on their own, if they go to YouTube.com, they can see, enter your name, Carol Dedelli, and they'll see your testament, uh, testimony rather, to the Senate. And then there's another piece, Aftermath of Murder, that they can also uh, watch and, 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 and understand better about how you and your family are feeling today. Yeah. And what you went through with, with I, government. Absolutely. Um, that, I think those are the best places to get the information that I'm trying to relay and it would be easier on me if they did that instead of contacting me individually and asking me to relay it all um, to each person. Yeah. How were you? How were you treated by uh, by governments? By how were you treated by politicians? I think tolerated, but barely. I'm an irritant, like you said. Um, I think they all just wished I would just shut up and go away. Um, but I'm not about to do that. Uh, I feel so strongly about this, and it, it's not about it's not about Timothy. It's not about Vince Lee. It's about how we in this country deal with those that we deem not criminally responsible for murder, and I think it's wrong. I don't think that he should be released with no conditions, with no requirement to take his medication, um, and I think that needs to change. So... I tried. I tried to make people aware of this for nine years, and it's only now that people are shocked and horrified because it's on their threshold now. He's crossed that threshold. He's out. It's, he's free to be anywhere he wants to be at any time. So he could be in your neighborhood. He could be, he could be anywhere. And uh, accountability and transparency are not strong suits of the system. <laughs> no, not at all, and there needs to be. Um, people think that we're against helping the mentally ill. Absolutely not. But we do believe that a great deal more funding programs and professionals need to be available at the front end of mental health care. Um, people, friends, family, and associates of extremely ill individuals need to be heard, taken seriously, and helped when they're seeking help for the afflicted individual. Um, Margaret Trudeau in her book stated that what mentally ill people need above all is an advocate to act for them when they're incapable of acting and, and dis making decisions for themselves. I think that's very true. And I think in, in instances like this, the state must step in and assume responsibility 
for those found not criminally responsible and make them responsible to take, legally responsible to take their medication. The system looks after itself. Oh, yes. The system, ultimately, the system doesn't care about you. It doesn't care about your son. And I suppose uh, it doesn't really care about Vincent Lee because they'd like, they'd like him to be off the public radar as well so mm-hmm. that they're not questioned. Right. I, I, I often wonder now if we'll ever know, if he ever reoffends, if we'll ever know. I doubt it. Unless, of course, he does it again on a, on a bus in a public place to a very random individual again. Uh, then I guess we'll know. Or will they hide that identity? You know, it's interesting that you, uh, interesting that you say this because I had the very same thought earlier. I, I, I just wondered, and this is how suspicious we've become, and I think with, with reason of the system, we ask ourselves, if he were to commit a crime, and if there's opportunity for the crime to not, be, not go public, to be somehow squirreled away, hidden away, would they go ahead and do that? I have no doubt. I honestly have no doubt. The judge that, uh, the judge in the trial passed away years ago already. Nobody can go back and ask him anything. He had cancer. What do you do now, Carol? How, how do you proceed with life? What, do you, what are you going to do? One day at a time, the best that I can uh, to take care of me, my family, and my community, which is what I've always tried to do. And uh, I'm, I'm upset that in this I failed. I, I did not achieve what I was hoping for. Vince Lee is not going to be uh, legally obligated to take his medication. I hope that that does come, for, come about sometime in the future for future victims. I mean, keep in mind, even if I, if I had achieved that, it wouldn't have brought my son back. It wouldn't have changed anything in our circumstance, but to prevent the same type of crime happening by the same individual. The first killing will already have happened, but if we legally require him now upon release to treat his illness, maybe we can avoid a second killing by the same individual, because it does happen. And if it's such a low rate of it happening, I don't see how building a, a separate facility should be a problem then. You, the question then becomes, how much is a life worth? Yeah. Well, apparently Timothy's wasn't worth much, was it? Not to the system. Nope. Haven't seen pictures of Timothy in the paper this week. No. You haven't. Nope. You didn't, you didn't fail, though, Carol. The system failed you. Our system, our, the health care system, the, the, the judicial, the, the justice system, which is neither justice nor a system, at, uh, many, on, on many an occasion, this being another glaring example, failed you and failed your son. And that's the opinion, I would, I would, I would venture of a significant majority of people in this country, certainly the people who've been in touch with me after uh, after I was well, tweeting about you, the support for you and the con- care and concern for you is very deep and very strong. I, 
did the best I could. I worked with the Federal Ombudsman for Victims and helped it in the creation of the Victims' Bill of Rights in Canada. Um, I did change some legislation regarding NCR, not what I wanted, but um, I did make some change, and I, I did the best that I could do. You're right. I don't, I don't think that there will ever be a time that I will be satisfied that my country did what it should have done in the death of my son. You're a great mom, and you're a great person, and it's a privilege to speak with you. Thank you so much for the time today, and very, very concerned about, about what took place, and again, condolences on the loss of your son. Thanks, Roy. We'll stay in touch. Thank you, Carol. You bet. Bye. Bye-bye. Carol Dedelli. Uh, one eight hundred two six three two four two eight. One eight hundred two six three two four two eight. Should Vince Lee, Will Baker, be free today? Should Vince Lee, Will Baker, have been granted an absolute discharge? One eight hundred two six three, twenty four twenty eight. You've communicated uh, on Twitter. You've communicated by email. You've communicated on Facebook. You've communicated communicated in social media. I want to hear your voices. So one eight hundred two six three twenty four twenty eight. Give me a call. Should Vincent Lee today be free, as he is, no responsibilities? No limitations. No um, demands that he take his medication. Nothing. We'll come right back. <laughs> 